This is Safe Zone, the podcast by OHS Canada, the national occupational health and safety magazine published by Annex Business Media. You've tuned in to hear conversations with Canadian safety professionals on the latest in OHS trends and research. episode is brought to you by Hoisting Limited, safely delivering full-service overhead cranes and material handling solutions with expertise, professionalism, and dedication to exceeding industry standards. For more information, visit hoistingltd.com. Hello, and welcome to the Safe Zone podcast. I'm your host, Marcel Vanderweer, the editor of OHS Canada. Today, we're back for a fourth and final episode with the guys from Hoisting Limited in Edmonton. I'm joined today by Jason Sarr-Lewis, Technical Sales Representative, and Andrew Phelan, Vice President of Sales. Gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having us. Today, we'll be discussing repairs and modernization in Canada's overhead cranes industry. In the next few minutes, we'll discuss issues that owners should think through when considering repairs, replacement, or modernization. We'll discuss the pros and cons of modernization versus replacement, and a variety of concerns and processes in this area as well. Let's open up the proverbial hood a little bit and hear from you. So Jason, can you outline the main considerations overhead crane owners should think about when considering modernization or replacement of equipment? Sure. We get into this quite often with um, people that are moving into new facilities to them, but they might be an older style building. Originally set up years ago, Maybe it's her fab shop or, uh, or a paint shop. And uh, the company coming in needs a, a quicker crane with, uh, with a higher duty cycle. Now, the, the structure that the actual crane rides on was, is probably still sufficient and adequate. But um, upgrading the hoist from an older, slower unit with a lower duty cycle into something that's newer, can move faster, do multiple lifts per, per hour even in a 10 minute period is something that we always look at. Yeah, Andrew here, just to piggyback on that a little bit, uh, it's it's critical at the outset that um, we as the manufacturer, the service supplier, have a a frank and detailed discussion with the owner or the the manager of the business about what the process is today. Because there is more to consider than just a maximum you know, weight that they may want to lift. Well, the heaviest thing we we lift here is 10 tons. Of course, that's one of the considerations, but there is multiple layers to it when a client is looking at a modernization or or replacement in of their um, facilities equipment. I want to dive a little deeper there. Are there a lot of older units in operation currently? Uh, you, you mentioned relocation as well, Jason, but but why else would an owner modernize equipment? Well, again, it, it comes down to older equipment. And to answer the first part, yes, there is still lots of older equipment built 30, 40 years ago, still in service. And ultimately, it, you know, most of the time it, it works all right. We do run into issues where with older equipment, parts are not available any longer um, or they're, you know, they've been, they're out of service. So we'll end up upgrading and installing new equipment to have reliability and new parts that are available. There's also been a number of uh, innovations like in many fields and areas. So there's 
you know, a, a lot of clients will consider the robustness of a unit from the 70s or 80s. Frankly, there there is a number of cases where they, perhaps you could make the argument that the manufacturing was more robust and the piece of equipment did last longer. But the reality is there is modern electronics, safety considerations, um, sort of fail safes built in to ensure that your operator is safe, uh, that your process is safe, and that if you are in a situation where an operator may be unfamiliar or new to the process, they're not putting themselves at risk personally, and, and of course the business at risk either in, in a scenario where the, the safety may rely on the operator's process as opposed to the built-in features of the piece of equipment. Good points. Andrew, what are some of the main concerns your clients might have when looking to upgrade their machines? Um, one of the main considerations that we run into all the time, uh, particularly given the constrained supply chain of the end of 2021, emerging from COVID and so on, is um, they want or require the piece of equipment in a short time frame. A manufacturing build where we're starting from scratch uh, has a, a longer lead time associated. I would say on average, we can we could get something done about twice as fast if we're modernizing. Uh, and to say modernizing, that is, we'll leave the existing steel structure and perhaps some of the electrics that work uh, replaced with a new hoist and ensure the control systems and so on are upgraded. So a, a big concern is timeline. Um, of course, there are clients that do look at the safety considerations as well. They would like a piece of equipment that is not obsolete for parts, that is up to date with modern manufacturing standards and modern safety standards. And the engineering and the performance specifications match the needs of the, the business currently. Jason, do, do you want to chime in there or did Andrew cover it? Andrew's more or less covered it. Um, some of the other modifications that come into play are um, as, as businesses focus change and other aspects come in, they may need to upgrade the capacity of their existing systems. That can also be done with a structural engineer's assessment, some added steel, and um, upgrading the hoist and the other electrics as well. Andrew, uh, you mentioned the supply chain issues as a result of COVID and other factors. It just made me think, like, is there a, a typical off-season in this industry where these types of modernizations or, or new, new builds can be completed? Or is it kind of uh, around-the-clock, steady work? We typically are lined up with a shutdown around the industrial facility or um, the facility. So they're, they're doing a shutdown and doing maintenance work on a whole array of equipment. And as part of that, the overhead crane uh, or lifting equipment would be roped in. Um, sometimes there's an added layer of challenge in that the overhead crane is used to service some of the equipment that is being worked on in the course of a shutdown. But um, but we typically line up with with shutdowns and and those are are year round essentially they happen all the time mm -hmm. um, for for smaller businesses um, you know something like a, a fifty person or less company that would be based in our in the Greater Edmonton area as an example uh, it, it's usually around a holiday season so 
while everyone is uh, enjoying Christmas and New Year's, a number of our techs are, are working working hard to uh, to make sure our clients are up and running when they get back at it in the new year. So we're coming into a season where we'll we'll have a number of projects to consider uh, to get done before the end of the year. So the holidays look a little different for you guys. For our technicians, for sure, yeah. <laughs> okay. This question's for either of you, but uh, we've covered a few aspects of, of repairs and modifications upkeep. What other advice would you want to share uh, with with potential clients or, or crane owners uh, when it comes to these aspects? Jason here. Some of the the conversations that I have with the customers while we're talking about upgrades and modernization is uh, potential downtime. When you've got multiple employees standing around because they can't move equipment, you know, based at whatever your your rate is per hour times multiple days potentially, or the difference of sending people home without pay until you can get a crane fixed because parts are not available or they need to be custom made for your older equipment. Okay. Andrew? One of the considerations is that like most pieces of equipment or machinery, there there is a life cycle associated with hoists. Um, as we touched on earlier, robust and long lasting is an excellent trait. But but again, there there is a finite amount of use for this equipment. And um, if you have something that was installed perhaps 30 to 40 years ago, the company servicing it may not be the manufacturer of record, likely isn't the manufacturer of record, and therefore you may not have a, a current or an ongoing relationship with, with the manufacturer of the equipment, which again kind of pulls along the thread that Jason's referring to there, where it may be challenging to get parts, it may be challenging to get quality service and ensure that uh, your productivity and your, and your safety don't get battered down by a piece of equipment. Jason and Andrew, we, we've discussed a lot about overhead cranes through this four-part series. Is there a final word or comment you may have on health and safety when it comes to this type of equipment? Sure. Andrew here. As the owner of equipment, you have a responsibility that you need to understand, and you also need to hold your service provider, whether that's your inspector, your maintenance contractor, or your manufacturer, to the standards that they as service providers are required to keep as well. So you need to have a good understanding of who is responsible for what and ensure that all parties involved in servicing and maintaining your equipment are fulfilling their duties. Okay, Jason, any final words? Absolutely, Uh, following up with what Andrew had said, um, there's also a, a due diligence from the owner of the equipment to ensure that they're getting their their inspections done on whatever schedule they are on, whether it's quarterly, biannual, annual inspections, having the repairs completed and doing their daily checks when their operators are coming in, whether it's pre-shift or daily, ensuring that all safety functions work and are in place, keeping everybody safe. All right, Jason and Andrew, thank you for sharing your expertise today. Thank you, Marcel. Thank you. From all of us at OHS Canada, thank you for your partnership and all the best in the future. This episode is brought to you by Hoisting Limited, safely delivering full service overhead cranes and material handling solutions with expertise, professionalism, and dedication to exceeding industry standards. For more information, visit hoistingltd.com.
Thank you for tuning into Safe Zone, the podcast by OHS Canada. To hear more of our episodes or to find the latest workplace safety headlines from across the country, visit ohscanada.com. Thank you.